Tallerino. Hello, Tallerinos, and welcome back to season two. Still on the mic, still on the lecture mics. <laughs> We've still not got ourselves a podcast studio yet. We'd need two because oh yeah, uh huh. We need one in Glasgow. Oh yeah, that is a big update, doll. Well, oh that is true, doll. Well, we're just going straight in the updates. I was going to be like, how are all the listeners? Right, <laughs> no. okay. How is Dear everyone? God, doll, let's pretend that this isn't our first time. We are rusty, yes or no? Oh my God, we're rusty and older. I think, doll. <laughs> older by three months. Still older, Dom. Still older. I know. I'm being life is short. Time. I'm being reflected oh, in time. God. No. Welcome to season two, ladies and gentlemen. It's morbid for the get go. This could be the last just, one if you're listening to Karen. <laughs> no, I just feel like so. I'm 32. I turned 32 in August, and realistically, my next birthday's 40. Sorry, where are the next eight years going? Doll, they just going into oblivion. Big birthday. I'm unsure, doll, because I would like to put it out there, and I'm sure I said this last season, I'm doing a big 35. Are you? Well, doll, I never got a big party for my 30th. I know doll, I'm don't, to the doll, choir. I know. You cannot. There is no, you cannot. I cannot relate. I cannot. No, you can. Stress. No, no, doll, because you had an amazing week. No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh God, triggered. Uh-huh. Wow, we're off to a great start, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so Karen, I will admit, does you do you deserve a big three five party? I just don't think three five's a thing. Make it, Make a, it thing. a thing. Don't when people were losing their birthdays to COVID, sixty two was a thing. Do you know what I mean? 35. Yeah, your dad actually just said the 60th, didn't he? Oh my God, doll, that is one to talk about actually. Yeah, how hilarious. So now the thought behind it was actually so sweet and you know as two people who as we're laughing about there feel like especially you not me I mean I have to say that my 30th was incredible but I would love a birthday party because I just Mm -hmm. love you couldn't have you could not have fitted in a party zero we could barely fit in a dinner could barely fit in a dinner Mm -hmm. anyway (laughs) and you would be you'd have a great birthday party as well though but anyway my dad turned 60 in january 2021 when it with like omicron it was all back down batting down the hatches etc etc so shite time to have a birthday first of all a january birthday is shite sorry no offense crap time to have a birthday it's the my dad's birthday fourth of january like oh rubbish everyone's skin everyone's still hung over for new year nobody's interested so he never gets a 60th now the apple does not fall far from the tree would you not say my dad is similar to me in that enjoys attention enjoys oh, yeah. uh-huh. the party would enjoy enjoys it all being about him so he really wanted a big 60th but obviously what he got was me my sister his partner and him sitting in their concert like their house that they were just getting their building work done on so like we were all sitting freezing having hot two meters apart having fish and chips so perfect 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 and actually that the the actual it was like that was still better than my 30th by the way that is true (laughs) the metaphor of it was that actually the big six zero balloons i'd gotten one had actually popped on the way down to prestwick (laughs) oh my god you're joking honestly so anyway so his partner joanne thought 
it would be such a nice idea to do something a couple of years down the line because he was really desperate to do something. And at one point he was planning kind of his own party, but then, oh, I don't know, all just fell through, et cetera, et cetera. And anyway, so Joanne, number one, wants it to be in the summer because he always obviously never had a summer birthday. But that was even more hilarious because then it's not actually even anywhere. It's not as if mm-hmm. it was on his birthday. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, he was actually 63. So, you know, the time has been and gone for the 60th. So actually, by the time we did it, he was 63 and a half. But we ha- he had a surprise party in August and it was great. And do you know what? It was really sweet because he was so surprised. I- as you would be. As you Why would be. in the middle of August when you're 63, would you be thinking you're wanting your 60th birthday party? Oh, and it was really nice. So, you know what, doll? There's hope for us yet. Maybe when you're 34 and a half, we'll do a big 30th. Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose my 30th could be still to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we if we just call from my dad. See, to be fair, though, doll, um, God love my friends. How many times did you try and arrange a 30th for me? No, exactly, Dollarina. Sorry, I must put this out. So the party planning committee, as we called ourselves, which actually did ultimately end up being your bridesmaids as well, but we weren't your bridesmaids at this point. Um, we tried to organise at your 30th, a big dinner, a surprise dinner for you. Because also we need to let, like the Dolorinos might not know this, you were 38 weeks pregnant when you turned yeah. 30. So yes, didn't time that well. No. Have we told, have you told your birthday story on the pod before? I think, yes, because I've definitely referenced the ham sandwich. Of course, of course we have. You're right. Duh. So of course, so as the Dolorinos know, you were 38 weeks pregnant. So we were we were limited in what we could organise for you. So we mm-hmm. had organised a private room at the Buttery, two fat ladies at the Buttery, mm-hmm. and we'd all organised, we'd all your friends, dad, 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 and then you get struck down with COVID. So then we were like that, right, fine. And then obviously every, all the rules tightened. And then I think we thought, right, let's do it around Christmas time. And that was going to be mm-hmm. a really big surprise. Omicron happened and we didn't think it would be safe nor, you know, moral of us to organise, like, a very intimate gathering. Honestly, though, I could have cried for you. I did cry quite a lot. Not that I knew. I mean, I didn't even know anything was happening. No. But I was just crying a lot. Um, yeah, and that doll, was mainly just to do with the wrong brand of ham coming through the door more than anything yes. else. <laughs> <laughs> that was an emotional time. The mm-hmm. only good part about that was I had two baths a day. <laughs> Every only day. You, only you would find that a positive though. I would zero would I be bothered about a bath. My my fingers had just unwrinkled from the first bath and I was straight back in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, though you had nothing else to do, so I don't blame you. But no, yeah, no. so I would love a big three five. I'll keep you posted on that though. I mean you'll be invited. What would you like? Not sure. Maybe I'll have it in my new house, my party. Right. Okay, let's go. So that's what we were actually getting to when Karen kind of inferred that when we said we'd actually need two studios. Uh huh. So I don't, I think the Dollarinos would have been last updated in that I was applying to transfer back to Glasgow. Correct. So, yes, I'm sure in the episode I was saying that I'd had an absolute mare and I'd messed it up, but actually I did manage to fix it and an application went in. I did, I wasn't that stupid. I mean, I am, but I managed to correct my wrongs. Mm-hmm. Transfer didn't happen, girls. Boys. And boys. Yeah, didn't happen. And yeah. What she means is she didn't get it. It did happen. The oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't get it. 
She didn't Am get I there. surprised? No. No. I felt like it was a real stab in the dark. Because to explain it to us that don't know, you need to have a reason to transfer. So it's whenever you apply in medicine and like the medical kind of, you know, for specialty jobs as it goes. So in the UK, I don't know if people saw this when like um, the junior doctor strikes were on the telly and stuff. They're still ongoing, but the they were talking a lot about it with the pay scales and stuff. So you graduate medical school, everybody has to do two years as a foundation doctor. And then at the end of those two years, um, you can then go off and do whatever you want. But those two years are mandatory, particularly that FI one year, because you're not like a fully registered doctor until you've done that first year as in your doctor. It's kind of like, you know, like a pre, um, it's like a probation year. Um, yeah, it's like you're, pre-reg year that pharmacists have to do etc etc so uh, anyway um, and then once you've done those two years you can do what you want so a lot of people that's when you see a lot of doctors going over to Australia because they, they're they just kind of free and they can just almost like supply work like a teacher almost like supply teaching supply doctoring or you are like right I want to be a this type of doctor so yeah. then once you decide the type of doctor you want to be you then apply to go into a training program and each tra- and that will train you to become that specific type of doctor. So I'm in a specific training program just now. Um, but once you're in them, you are locked in them. So that's why a lot of people often do take a bit of time before doing that. Um, but obviously it's a much more secure income, et cetera. So, and like you get your sick leave and everything that, whereas when you're local and you don't get all that sort of stuff. So it's got its benefits and its cons, but the problem in the UK is it's a national application um, you don't apply locally or regionally, you apply nationally. Hence why I ended up in Manchester because that's where I got a job. I didn't have to take it, but I did. So anyway, I kind of then had always had this thought, I'll move back, I'll move back. And I do still very much have that thought and that is very much the long-term goal. But to do so, as I said previously, you can apply, you can apply twice a year, but there's kind of strict criteria under which you can apply. And that yeah. is, you know, you've either got family care needs, you know, you've got child care needs, your spouse or long-term partner has moved away, so you must go move with them, um, all that sort of stuff. However, more recently, there is now this new clause that's like, you don't have to have a reason, which is what I applied under, but obviously that is the complete bottom of the list of of like priority sorry not criteria of priority so I always knew my chances were slim Glasgow is extremely competitive or the west it's not just Glasgow it's the whole west of Scotland it's just the one area that I was applying to and it's very competitive there's limited jobs at the best of times and I knew that realistically or I do know that until I have a reason or something changes in our circumstance then I probably I'm shooting for the stars just applying but I thought why not you know mm-hmm. positive manifestation etc et yeah well we can put that in the bin because it didn't work <laughs> but Joel quick question see when I don't know if this is actually interesting but it's interesting to me see the list of criteria yes is yes. there like a priority one priority two like is, is a spouse job more significant than carer needs I, I actually am not sure though. I don't know how they rank because it. they ask you for a lot of detail. So I didn't have to give any detail because I wasn't applying under any of that sort of stuff. But 
like you can see the full application, you just ignore parts of it. Um, they ask for a lot of detail when you apply under those circumstances, I assume, because it then they have to kind of look at each individual basis, etc., and try and work out the jobs. But it's don't like everything in medicine, it's so frustrating. It's so cloak and dagger. You know, there's nobody at the other end saying to you, Oh, sorry, you didn't get it this time, but you missed out because there was only five jobs and actually 40 people applied. No, for all you know, there was a hundred jobs and but 107 people. Like you have no idea. They do not tell you. You're just told yes or no, you've not, yes, you've been successful, no, you've not been successful, which is extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. But that is what it is. So that was one so, part, that was one part of the year. And then that was fine. So probably the plan was, you know, stay in the house. We were still renting. Do we just, you know, we're gonna gallivant off to Australia? Fine, fine, fine. However, our landlord then threw another spanner in the works. And quite rightly, the way things are going in the property market is like I'm up and in selling trips and we're like that shite so we basically had to make a bit of a decision what are we doing are we going to continue renting are we going to buy somewhere what are we doing jesus wept property market's a minefield yes or no yes as a right move extraordinaire yourself as a right move extraordinaire and especially in england like i just don't get the english way of Working. So it's so different. Can I just say a big massive shout out to Hannah Griffiths, who is yeah, our pal extraordinaire. If the Dollarino, if you're an OG at Dollarino, you'll remember her from our first episode where she did actually. Did we ever out her doll before we say this? Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, we oh, did. Okay. We did the full voice note. We just oh, yeah, played so we her did. voice so note. So we did. So, so we did. She was the one who got dog shite all over her face when she took her, <laughs> took her out <laughs> But she is also a really serious lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And she was amazing and so helpful to me because it is just totally different. Yeah. Like, you buy a house, you agree a price. So we have basically, sorry, Dollarina's a long and short, but as we've bought a house, basically. <laughs> this Yay! long story as we bought a house in Manchester. Um, but basically we've we've agreed a price on a house and they've said, yeah, great, we'll accept that. But, you know, no home report's been done in this house. It's all very back to front, you know. We've not got anything signed. It's Do all... you know what I find interesting very is interesting. see so so Hannah when this was all happening, so genuinely Hannah went out last Friday morning. Was it last Friday morning? Yeah. As if she was buying a pint of milk. No, actually Logue said Logue's like I so I basically went to go and see two houses and he's like that. I knew you'd be buying a house today. He's like this is like you and fucking Zara. Can't help yourself. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so, so, where was I going with that? So Hannah phoned me and she was like, I love the house. No, you sent me a message, love the house, love the house, love the house. And then she's like, I'm just going to offer on it. Now, in Scotland, <laughs> no, no, and then it gets better, sorry. So she's like, I'm just going to offer on it. I'm like, all right, dog, you do you. Goes to see house number two. Like that one as well. Really like the area. I'm going to offer in that one as well. <laughs> and then, what are you going to do if they come back both at Tic Tic? You've then two houses to pay for. But seeing Scotland all, I didn't phone up like that. Hello, hi, Laura, it's Karen. I've just came to see your house. I'm going to give you 100 grand for that. Is that cool, cool, cool? Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Like, you have to go through a lawyer. Like, I would have to phone my lawyer to say, 
I want to formally offer on that house. And they'd be like, ah, right, no bother. Email, email, email. Mm. And then they would submit that to the estate agent. You don't just phone up like that. No. All right. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so bizarre. You literally phone the estate agent. You're like, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll put £20. Thanks. Yeah, that'll do. Thanks. Uh-huh. But anyway, hey ho. We got it. House is bought. Oh, house is bought. Well, it isn't, isn't. Again, it's different in England. We've still got a few rigmaroles to go through before it's actually ours. But hopefully, all being well, it'll be ours. I mean, look at the plans I'm drawn up in my head. It's mine. Oh, the Pinterest board very much alludes <laughs> to homeowner. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's giving. Mm-mm. The keys have been put into my hand. That's what it's oh, giving. She, they think you're sitting in the sofa in the front room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the snug sofa's not arrived yet, though. <laughs> right, so what, what one have you picked? Oh, I've not, oh, I've not picked anything. I just love their moss green snugs, but also love their big couches as well. I think, is it is it snug that I like? There's another brand. Um, though I've got them all saved. I don't know off the top of my head, but love a moss green couch. I've already, the bedroom, I've like fully decorated in my head. I already know what that's going to look like. Send the pics to all. Looking forward to seeing it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The this fire is my, this is, I love this. I love I this. Right. Speaking of, right, okay. So, who knew, <laughs> who knew Debenhams still existed? Did oh, I tell you about this oh, bargain? Yes. You're, I know what you're going to tell me, but I won't ruin the story for you. But I have, you then sent me a picture of it. I know, because my, my, I phoned my Aunt Julie about it today. She said, you know, that's the first time, you, the third time you've told me about this fucking ah. lamp. So, I got a new you. lamp, floor lamp, from Debenhams. Not one. 30, not one, but two for under £65 in total. And they are nice. Don't, they're more than nice. Like, I was looking at one in Ikea that was £8. I was... Excuse me, looking at one in Next for £165. I know, Next Home is ridiculous. Make you sick. Do you know what's gorgeous though, Dalt? So when I was in my one of many holidays that I've recently had, mm-hmm. Zara Home in Spain. Oh Elite. my word. Stunning. But actually, like just, just shopping in Spain and places like Zara, Mango, Massimo Dutti, Masmoduti is actually Italian, but anyway, anything that is like Spanish and it's not been like with all the import, you're getting it cheaper anyway. And then you're getting the conversion cheaper as well. Like mm-hmm. I have to, I know I've already told you this, but the Dollarinos wait to hear about this bargain. Me and my mum went into the Mango Outlet in Tenerife. So already you're thinking outlet, ding, 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 because we've been looking at, she'd been looking at trenches because obviously that's what you are thinking about when you're in 35 degree heat in Tenerife. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. can I get a good trench? Mm-hmm. So, and also, <laughs> I know. me and my mum, we are we are the worst together, doll, yes or no? Horrendous doll. Like enablers beyond belief. So is my friend Rachel Robertson, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Rachel O'Brien now. No, but me and my mum, like, we're like that. That looks amazing on you. That looks amazing. Just get it. Just get it. Well, it's not. My sister couldn't even come shopping with us because she just couldn't even bear us. We're unwell. Anyway, so we had a very dangerous day in, on, in Tenerife. We went shopping together and we went in to the Mango Outlet and we've been looking at the trenches. Now, I've got this trench and I pay, it's paid paid 90 pounds for it because that is how much it is it was in the outlet for 39 euros 
By the time I did it on my Monzo, because the Monzo is always such a good exchange rate, my mum got that for £34 still. That's and £90 trench. I honestly was beside myself. I actually said to her, if you don't buy that, I'm buying it. Because I, I cannot. For what? I don't care, though. I was getting it for £34. I punted it and vinted for 50 Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we know I would get your advice on what to price it at. £6. Oh, don't, don't. Honestly, <laughs> triggering. Too funny. <laughs> okay, I'll take £4.50. Don't <laughs> we talk about my, my main purchase of, of late. Please don't. Oh, tell the my God. Right. Talking of me and my mum. Talking of me and my mum. So my mum's so, just retired. If you don't follow me on social media, you might not know this, but actually people on the fucking space station will know that Jackie McPherson has retired. Oh, doll. Good for her, though. Absolutely, doll. But it has became her personality. David Bennett said to me, he said, you know when you get married and that just became your entire personality, your mum retired and has became hers. <laughs> I love it. So Hannah phoned me probably just after she'd bought two houses, to say, <laughs> guess what? I'm spending more money on items that I don't need. Mm-hmm. Actually, why I don't tell kindly. you things. That's why I was, is- so I wouldn't tell you these things. I would. That's why I mentioned Rachel O'Brien previously. My friend Rachel O'Brien also has a sickness in that cat. We, we, are, we are that uh, meme or that TikTok. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself to 2011. What'd you treat yourself to? Fan leather goods. All that. That is re- me and Rachel O'Brien to a T. So I sent her said item that you're going to tell them about, saying, What do you think? She was like, Doll, I am obsessed, but I'm not the person to send this to. And I was like, Or is that exactly why I've sent you it? <laughs> so Hannah phoned me and she said, I found this thing, Doll. And, you know, it is a lot of money. But I'm just thinking, you know, it's, it's so, Hannah is so funny. And I think people know this, but the, the Dollarinos, the justification that mm. comes out of your mouth sometimes <laughs> would get you out of a fucking crime. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. So, Hannah said, you know, Christmas is coming up. I'm thinking red, festive. Yeah, the rouge. Uh-huh. I'm on to Paris at the weekend. Da, da, da. Now, for those of you that, also followed Hannah on social media up until six months ago. I've never, categorically never seen you wear colour. And now she's decided she likes colour. Correct? Yes, I am going through a phase at the moment. <laughs> so an expensive one at that. <laughs> so Hannah sends me this said bag, Mulberry Red bag, called the Micro Bayswater. Mm. And I said, you know, that's really nice, Hannah. I said, but not practical. Zero said, doll, you actually did say you really liked it to begin with. You must uh-huh. have. Well, I did say I liked it all. Yeah. And then Hannah went, why don't you get one? Correct. <laughs> you did. You went, why don't you get one? <laughs> oh my God, I just choked on my teeth. And I said, because Hannah, I've got a pram bag. Like, that's yeah. not fitting anything I said, in it. You went, crumble for you, crumble Prezi for you. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you get one we could be like the dollarinos we could get matching ones you and said like, we should get pink pink and orange, and orange. right said. but that's when I until I scrolled through and looked at the fucking dimensions of the things so I, I was like Hannah I've still got a pram bag she's like yeah yeah you just fling it over on top of your pram bag so don't now you tell me your reaction of when you opened said mulberry so the point of the thing about my mum is so I'm like to my mum what do you think of the bag da, da, da. she's like 
okay, love it. I said, for my Christmas, she's like, or for my retirement. I'm like, you're treating me to your retirement. I have no idea how the hell you've justified that to yourself, Jackie, but I fucking love it. So, yes. Can I send her some bits that I need? Yeah, yeah, no, send her whatever you want. Send her another pram bag. So, (laughs) anyway, the Mulberry arrived. So, my lovely friend Jenny, who I went to Paris with, went and picked up the Mulberry from my grands because that's where it got delivered. And then she brought it to Paris. So I was very excited, very excited. Was sending the pe- sending the pics the night before, half dressed, but drawn in a wee mobile. Like, imagine this, and imagine this, and da, 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 da. Get on the flight, and Jenny's like that. By the way, I've got. Oh, by the way, I did I tell you this? She surprised me at the airport. Oh, I know. Oh my god. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Sitting on the flight, she's like, oh my god, if you're mobile, you need to see it. And I was like, oh my god, so excited. And I won't lie, I did think. How is she fitted this in? Like, I'm impressed. Like, I can barely mm-hmm. fit in all my clothes and the bags I've needed to bring because I also brought other bags. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And anyway, out she pulls this like Mulberry gift bag from her hand luggage. So again, the thought comes through, goes through my mind. Hmm. She managed to, well, it's quite compact. She managed to get that in quite well. Are you thinking it's folded at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking this must be quite squished, quite flat or something. It wasn't. So out comes the mulberry, if I can even call it that, the mulb. It was like a person's strings. <laughs> <laughs> no. The smallest bag, you know, you get like micro dash ounce. This was like a micro bag, like what well, was a micro bag? It was like the smallest bag I've ever seen in my life. I literally was holding it up like, oh, oh, right. And were you just, like on the plane? You still thinking I love it? I was like, oh my god! Like I love the color. I'm like, it's like a perfect. It looks like it's like a perfect replica. It looks like a wee girl's bag, a borrower's version. Ah, uh-huh, the borrower's mulberry bag. I thought, oh for fuck's sake! So anyway, back into the into the hand luggage it goes, and we get to Paris, and I'm thinking, this is not the size of the mulberry that I've been drawn in all my pictures with my outfits. Like, fuck. So anyway, we try it on. I did wear it out one night to see, like, is this feasible? Let me tell you what it fit in it. Not my purse. It fit a card. It fit a tiny, you know, like a wee sample uh, <laughs> perfume. Fit one of them. Fit my lippy. But my lip liner was... A single euro. Uh-huh, a un euro, which is by the way all I had left after you pay for that. And then my lip liner was hanging at the side of it. No. Doll. <laughs> Get. It's going back. I had to. I was so to torn. I was like, I send this back. I don't know. I don't know. Then I was like, Hannah, for fuck's sake, it's so expensive for the world's smallest bag. But it looked like a... Impractical as well, though. Like, what the hell? Where would I have been taking that? Like, even on a night out, I had, like, no room for anything in it. And also, like, the point of it was I wanted a pop of colour in my outfits. Like, I wanted a pop of colour. Let me tell you, that was a speck of colour. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, are you going to get the bigger one? For £800? No. No, okay. That's and doll, that's not even the biggest one. That's just the next size up is eight hundred pounds. But I think I think what's happened is I've been googling the mini, not the micro. So I've seen the mini, love that. <laughs> but I've opened up the micro. 
Oh. That's the end of the mobs. They're they're done. No more. Done. For those of you who've got weird things that you watch on TikTok, because I've got a friend, I won't name them. My friend, one of my friends' boyfriends, is obsessed with the Hoof GP. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Why? I watch those GPs carve down those hoofs, slice and cottage cheese. Right, the love it all, and then they get to the abscess jackpot. I love it. I honestly sit at night going through videos. Right, so obviously even worse than that. Um, I don't know why I've actually t- just had the audacity to slag that. I watch people's chronic irrigations. So, babe, for those for those who also like to frequent and watching other people's colonics, I can SMR. Re- no, it's not like ASMR. It's not like, I just think, oh my God. So Baywater Colonics is one. You're like, they're... <laughs> so... I'd rather watch a hoof rammed up somebody's arse than watch shite coming out somebody. I know, but doll, so here's the thing. I am really recently into gut health and there's things that come out of you, like worms, Tapeworms. I'm talking fucking tapeworms. And these and these. So why clones, would you have a tapeworm doll? Why would you not? Where are you getting a tapeworm from? My intestines. <laughs> what your intestines then? We no, eat. I know, but doll, this you have to think like that is obviously like the perfect environment for minging bacteria. Dark, warm. If there was minging bacteria in but I am ill, doll. Met, you're meant to bacteria in your gut. I know, you but doll, honestly, just watch the fucking TikTok, right? So, I am ill with my movements. I am, doll. My movements are not normal. We don't need to go into the ins and outs of that. What were you? Diarrhea. Doll, I don't want to fully really <laughs> expose myself here, but yeah, like, I cannot tolerate certain foods. And when I say, like... <laughs> I eat and within five minutes, like, oh my God, I can even run my finger down my body that quick and it's out the other end. It's horrendous. Like, it's so... <laughs> so anyway, I thought to myself, after watching all the clonics and obviously getting served adverts for clonics, I'm going for one, right? So, oh God. went with my friend who remains unnamed because I don't know if she wants to expose herself. Anyway, off we draw. Fine, fine, fine. Get to Inside Out by Linda in Kilmarnock. If anyone's looking for, and we were driving through. How much has a colonic dog? I was sixty-five pounds. Okay. So driving through what felt like on think, if you've ever seen the scheme, and I thought if we are pulling up at one of these houses, I'm actually not getting out. Like I'm not. No, zero. I'm not getting colonic in somebody's uh spare room. No, don't. I actually thought if I get out here, they'll just say bend over and it'll be the fucking garden hose. Do you know what I mean? I just thought zero. Anyway. Tapeworms would be the least of your worries then, don't. <laughs> so. This would be a bigger concern. I know. So anyway, we get through the scheme and into a nicer, much nicer place into Inside Out by Linda's house. So my friend went first and it was it was fine. Like everything went according to plan. She felt better. Yes, there were some laughs. Yes, there were some funny moments. Did you see what came out your friend? Mm-hmm. We were in there. So you watched her get a colonic? Mm-hmm. Oh my Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, I'm a gynecologist and I 
jolted by all of this. So this anyway, so, so anyway, so then it's my turn. Now, like I've said, I feel like I have got quite, I'm not irregular. I can be, but I just feel I've got some gut health issues. Anyway, so I was explaining all this to Inside Out by Linda and she was like, so obviously we've had clients like you before, Karen, like you, I think actually you'll get quite a good result from this, blah, blah, blah. So in the hospital gown, the clinical gown, on the bed, mm. um, insertion goes in mm. and it was the weirdest feeling. In, mm. Because so um, the water that they... It's water. It's a warm sort of water that goes in. Starts going, da, da, da. Now, the water going in was actually fine. Like, it was fine. Mm. But it, it's quite a process to build up because obviously it's softening what might be stuck, da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden you would get this rush, you think, oh my God, I'm going to poo myself, which obviously you are doing. So then it would all start flushing out. And, you know, it's, it's so embarrassing. Mm. As well as, like, is it spraying out water but sucking stuff back out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd be interested to see the mechanism, but anyway. Yeah. So anyway, you know, it's so embarrassing. Like it is embarrassing, but you know, I'm reminding myself like she does this every single day. Da, da, da. And before you know it, we built up this quite quite a nice rapport and it was quite, you know, jovial and chatting and da, da, da. and she was making a couple of jokes about sort of shite. Shite. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're probably about 30 minutes in. So it's like a 45 minute process and about 30 minutes, I know, 30 minutes in. And this next gush of water goes in. And I thought, I actually felt like the insides of me was coming away. So it obviously hit something, right? And I thought, mm. oh my God, oh my God. So I said, I said, Linda, I really feel like I need to poo myself. She's like, well, you, honey, you know, this is the way it feels. Just, you can't, you can't poo yourself. You know, the thing's inside. It's all just going to come flush out. You're going to get a great result with this, honey. Great result. And I'm like, right, okay, okay. I did not. Whatever came out was not fit for tube. <laughs> not fit for human. <laughs> Linda was like, oh, heard I thought, oh my God. I had to jump off the bed and into the toilet because I think there was going to be some form of blockage. Oh my Jesus, doll. And so- they just... So did your shite basically clog up her machine, which has never happened before? No, no, she said it had happened before, but I don't know if she was just trying to make me feel better. Um, essentially, yes. Essentially, that's what happened. Oh, I ran God. into the toilet. I honestly felt I had, like, the worst D and V in the world, but obviously no V, just D. Mm. I honestly... It was like a Coke can had exploded in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> seatbelt for the toilet oh. oh my god so anyway I was mortified though I was absolutely mortified I'm not she surprised was, I know and I mean god love Linda by the time I came back out she was like I honestly thought that you've taken inside out to a whole new level honey uh-huh, uh-huh. inside out and all inside over the out. fucking Karen's bed inside out are all over the room and god love my friend she was in the room I actually thought she was going to collapse from laughing so much. We were like 14-year-old girls with tears streaming down her face. It was honestly hysterical. However, what I would say is I felt great the next day. I felt like the whites in my eyes were brighter. I honestly felt... I'm not like... surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose... There's a way to lose 2.5 kilo in three days, Dom. 
my god, it was. But I would recommend it. I honestly don't. You think... again? No, I don't think I go back to Inside Out by Linda. Do you think she'd be like, oh, no, sorry, fool, fool, fool uh-huh. for the rest of my life? So, doll, how was Paris? So, doll, I only touched down home. Touched down home? That didn't make sense. I only got home a mere two hours ago. It was incredible. I don't even think that's French. It was unbelievable. I've never been to Paris before, which I can't really believe. Have you been, doll? Yeah, but when I was younger, like younger, younger. And oh my God, I cannot believe people say that they think it's dirty and overrated. Like, I don't get that at all. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was, it was like something out of, it was like an Instagram filter brought to life. Like, no, not Instagram, scratch that. It was like a movie brought to life. Oh, like great doll. The atmosphere. I mean, it's November doll. And there's still yeah. such a like street culture. Like everyone's outside in the cafes and the bars. I love that. The street was bustly. The lights, the Tour de Eiffel. She was sparkling away. Like, oh my god, I loved. I loved it. We were really lucky. There's like Storm Kieran, as it's called, is rampage in France at the moment. And when we looked at the weather, it was looking abysmal, abysmal. Mm-hmm. But actually, we got. A bit of a wash it. Oh God, you know, when you like think, yeah, 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 we'll get the 6 a.m. flight. That'll give us the full day there. And then you're like that cross-eyed because you're getting up at three. But I actually thought Jenny, so I thought Jenny was flying from Glasgow and I was flying from Manchester and we were meeting there. So we're text, text, text. And I'm like, oh my God, up so early, up so early, da, da, da. And she was like, yeah, I think my flight's about an hour before yours. And I was like, all right, fine, fine, fine. Anyway, so that was fine. So I get to Manchester airport. I mean, though, I am, I mean, I do go on 65 holidays a year I am a pro at getting through security like I am mm-hmm. through security in two minutes like mm-hmm. my bag doesn't get pulled I'm yeah. in and out because it's a mulberry and there's nothing in it because <laughs> it's microscopic that's the only reason it's pulled the last sorry we can't actually see what luggage you've taken um so and I go fine through I'm waiting in the queue like, oh my god bursting for a start like not even a start but just bursting for a god bursting for a coffee Anyway, unbeknown to me, her Glasgow flight was cancelled, but not her Glasgow her Glasgow going there flight, but not her return flight. So she was like, what the hell am I going to do? So she looked at Edinburgh, said it was extortionate, and then actually thought, Manchester one's pretty cheap. I'll book that. She got an overnight bus to Manchester because she was working. So she finished work, jumps on an overnight bus. I know. <laughs> Slept, to be fair, she did say she did sleep. Arrives at the airport and jumps on this flight. So anyway, unbeknownst to me, so I had no idea. So I'm waiting in the queue for Starbucks. Honestly, doll, so oblivious. And like she walks up to me, she's like, I'm in croissant for Miss, uh, not Monsieur, that's a man. <laughs> Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle Logan. I'm like, what like you know when you're just like you're not expecting to see someone i was like what the fuck which was so nice so so cute because she got me this trip as my christmas present last year so and i've got her a book so that was good so i'm really looking forward to what i'm getting this year i have said that to her i'm like big standards here doll so <laughs> well, I from from her to you not you to her 100 <laughs> percent. she'll be getting another book again i'm growing she reads them in the holidays that she buys for us <laughs> oh cute 
So I was like, oh my God. She said she was shitting it because she's rubbish and did get pulled. Her bag got pulled. She waited 25 minutes for her bag to be searched. And she said she saw me coming through and was like total panicking, was like, oh my God, oh my God, look away, look away. But she was like, at one point, apparently I did look right at her, but like, I was not like, I wasn't mm-hmm. expect like, I would never have even saw her. I didn't yeah. see her. Because why would I think it was even her? I would have maybe thought, yeah. God, she really looks like Jenny. She looks a bit like Jenny or that girl from far away. I mean, I'm also blind as a bat. But yeah, anyway, it was so nice. So it was a really nice flight out, chatting away. Obviously, the microscopic mulberry came out. Lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even have noticed if she'd put it in my lap. But anyway, and then our hotel was amazing. It was gorgeous. Hotel, what was it? Abital. Hotel Abital. San Germain, it was on San Germain Boulevard, I think. Oh my God. Jenny's been loads to Paris and she was like that. And it was, it was pretty basic as they all are in Paris, quite small rooms yeah. and stuff. She was like, for what we paid, that is the nicest room she's ever stayed in in Paris, she said. And it was small, but it was beautiful and it was a big balcony. Perfect. It was gorge. So, and the location was amazing. So yeah, we loved it. Just we What just, did you do? The, the, we got there, dumped the bags. Oh my God went this mad I could make a bag joke every two seconds dumped the bags <laughs> oh doll I had other bags thank god Not like thud on the ground from the from the mulberry <laughs> we've arrived yeah so massive dent in the bed where I'd left that <laughs> and um so we got to we did a big walk so we were staying right next to the Notre Dame and when we first left the hotel weather was fine and Jenny had basically been like, and David had said the same, we get loads, people were so great, they gave us loads of recommendations. So it's like basically just like one big walk that you can do. I mean, it's massive, but to see, to hit like all your big kind of tourist marks. So we walked by the Notre Dame, saw that was gorgeous, but we were both starving from traveling. And we were staying in the Latin Quarter, which is just amazing, so gorgeous. So we kind of just stumbled upon somewhere for lunch. Have you ever had French onion soup though? Yes. Holy shit. So nice. Jesus Christ. It's the nicest thing I've ever had in my life. I literally text Veronica saying, I petitioned to have French onion soup on Christmas dinner. Like, and what did she say? Her favourite soup ever. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, unbelievable. Then we like walked. Did you have the thing on top, like the Gruyere crouton? Uh-huh. And the, the cheese just completely, yes. the Gruyere cheese just completely yeah. plastered all over it. Oh, unreal but yeah there was like sunk like soaked croutons in it oh my god and then we walked up to the Louvre Louvre I keep saying that the Louvre the Louvre mm-hmm. or whatever it is and it was pissing down couldn't see in front of us just were like not not interested Q was like obscene and I was like listen Mona I'm not that bothered about seeing you hen like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll move on mm-hmm. and then we went out so Logue's cousin Lucy she lived in Paris and was a dancer in Paris. So she had sent me this incredible recommendation. And if any of the listeners are going to Paris, I will send you it. So she'd sent me this amazing list. So we went to both the restaurants we went to was her recommendations. Both were, I mean, they were very expensive, but oh my God, worth every penny. So went out for dinner, was sensational. Next day we got up, weather was so nice. 
We had breakfast in a place called Lulu's. So had a really nice brunch. Then we wandered, just had a big wander doll. So like went right down to the Eiffel Tower this time, went up to the Trocadero, like had a look over the Trocadero, from the Trocadero, which is like where all the gardens are and you get a big picture. And um, then we went to the Caret for the liquid gold, the liquid hot chocolate. That was gluttony personified. To a teapot of liquid chocolate with a mountain of cream, two macarons, an eclair, and a almond pan of chocolate between us. We felt ill. Does that come like a... No, no. No, no. That no. was us. That was us. That was us. So I'd message Jenny because we're talking about all this lovely rich food. And it did look really nice on Instagram, doll, but all I could think of was that would go through me like a ton of bricks. Like a liquid ton of bricks, though. Honestly, that would just go into my mouth and out the other end. It would just be horrendous. I actually was the opposite, though. Normally, I am every day, but I was I was backed up in Piri. Thank God, because the toilet was, it was extremely close to the bed, so it would have been an uncomfortable room had had there been liquid gold coming out of us as well. Oh, yeah, too funny. That night we went to Gigi's, which is another recommendation of Lucy's, and we we had dinner overlooking the Eiffel Tower, which was just stunning. And then we went to a show. Now, doll, what are the chances of this? So Jenny booked that show when she was here in Manchester because we were like, let's do something one night. Didn't know. We looked at the Moulin Rouge, £250 a ticket for the Moulin Rouge. It took. We thought, fuck off. So we booked a different show. I didn't know. She just was like, oh, I found this one. It looks good. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So she booked it. I never, ever saw it. Like, I just trusted her. And then didn't know anything about it. When we got there, she was just like, oh, the show's actually really near where we were staying. So then anyway, because Lucy had been sending me loads of bits, I was like, oh, now I kind of know some of my bearings. I want to go back onto her Instagram now and like see if I recognise some of the places she'd put up. So I was looking through her Instagram as we were stood in the queue to go to the show not realising we had booked tickets to the show that she had danced in when she lived, when she was here. No. And I was gutted because I was like, oh my God, I cannot Imagine. believe I've seen this show and you're not in it. Was what? it amazing? Hen. I honestly, I mean, Emma Stack and I, well, Emma Deacon now, oh my God, I can't get any of my, name, my friends' names right. Emma Deacon, if you're listening, it was like our Debbie dance shows on crack. I was loving Debbie it. Debbie what? That's what our de- dance teacher used to be called, Debbie D. I Debbie D. Debbie E D. I love a dance show though. I love it. Doll, like, I came to see you in your uni dance show. Do you remember that? Did you? Yes. Shite, probably. But you took it very seriously. <laughs> My God, I love dancing doll. I love You and Jill. You and Jill doing the reggae enemy. reggae. Jill's an amazing <laughs> dancer. I'm rubbish. She's amazing. Oh my God. Emma and I went to dance. And so did Rebecca. God love her. She came with us as well for a bit. But Emma and I were dancing forever. And oh my God, we loved it. Debbie Edie dance show. Hilarious. Like, just, I just loved that dance show. And you're right. I was dragging the full family as if it was like, you know, as if I'm opening, <laughs> <laughs> I'm opening up for the Broadway show. Uh-huh. The whole family's dragged to every night of the friggin' dance show. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we went to uni and Jill and I did it. All the pals' boyfriends yeah. dragged. Loved I it. remember because Polly and I were working and um, we <laughs> we sat down and I don't know why. She'd also driven through from Edinburgh. And if, if my memory is correct, she probably I think I was, she hadn't. 
well, no, I think I was living in Larks at the time because we hadn't bought since Allen Road. Mm. So I'd driven from Larks. <laughs> She'd driven from Edinburgh and we sat down and we're both like, ah, fucking hell. No, that's not true. I was working in Glasgow, so I came straight from work and she she came through. And you were on in the first half and then not till like second last in the second <laughs> half. And we were like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, and girls, and was, say, ladies and gents, I was about 23 doing this. Like, I wasn't 17. <laughs> I wasn't, no, I wasn't seven, sorry. So what was the, what was the genre again? Hip-hop. Street No, dance. no, there was a specific name. There was a specific name. Body combat or something. No, what was it? Combat. No, what was it? What was it? It would have been, it would have been like street dance yeah it was but it had a name jill if you're listening i know you do there was a name oh my god this. jill was jill was our teacher one year she was an amazing 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 dancer don't remember my headstand the headstand <laughs> log nearly dumped me log had to leave so i can do a headstand and i was made to always do it in these fucking hip-hop dances made i.e volunteered <laughs> <laughs> I, you like, I can, I can, I can actually do a headstand by the way, I can do one if you need a uh, need. First time Luke ever saw me do that in a dance show, he actually had to leave because he was <laughs> laughing so much. He actually had to leave the hall. <laughs> oh my god, I can't stop laughing. No, embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. I need to know the name of the show. So I'm watching these friggin' dancers. Dog, can I tell you, sexy, 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 Tetsu. No, what of the show? Toot, 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 toot. I was like, whoa, a lot of sexy, sexy. I mean, <laughs> we were like, holy shit. Like, and there was a lot of like older, like grandparenty people in the show. Jenny and I were like, okay, there'll be a few fucking Kama Sutras being cracked open the night after watching that. Like, it was sexy, but yeah, loved it. I'm not going to lie, wasn't the same vibe as my Debbie E.D. vibe. <laughs> with the frills and the flares oh my god Emma and I still know the dances to that we would always crack them out and we were pished and we, we were, were oh no hello doll when we were on Hannah's honeymoon oh it was, yeah <laughs> it was um round about the time of the TikTok dance for Beyonce oh, fuck up the night <laughs> and it was like side to side da, 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 da. so we're walking down a street oh in stitches and we're talking about this and Hannah said Dead serious. Emma and I will nail that in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma no and I will nail that. How many tequilas did I had though? <laughs> too many. They were then performing it oh. on the street. We they need to post that video. I make you laugh even more. David Bennett, who, if any, oh my God, <laughs> who was not of this world that night. No. He, was he was back in Glasgow. We were all on stitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, his body was in Sitges, but his brain was in Glasgow. And one eye was in Gatwick and one eye was in Glasgow Airport. Like he was dribbling down his trousers. How and ever somehow managed to film and compose that video on TikTok, post it, zero memory until the next morning when he opens up his TikTok and he's getting likes coming through. He's like, What the fuck is this? Fear immediate. No, no, mm-hmm. me and Emma in the middle of seat chest three in the morning doing we gotta fuck up mm-hmm. tonight. Dude, oh my god, so out of time, so poor. We'll nail this, Emma. We will oh, yeah, we'll nail it. Emma. No worries. What no mm-hmm. no practice needed. We'll do mm-hmm. this. Oh my god, horrific. I mean, doll. I dread to think what you would be like as a fucking 14 year old girl. 
in this so day you and age. Don't obviously. Don't. No, if you were 14 today, oh. you would be doing TikTok dance, TikTok dance. Oh my God, yeah. I'd be viral. I'd be Jojo Siwa. That would be me. Who's <laughs> Jojo Siwa? You don't know who, the dancer girl. She was on Dance Moms and now she's famous. No. You will have seen her 100% hen. Okay. You will. I mean, though, you know what I was like in freaking 2001? Remember? Hi, everyone. I know what you were like when you were freaking 23. The Lindsay Nelson. <laughs> the Lindsay Nelson. 23 still kicking about in dance clubs. <laughs> everyone else is studying. In a club. Out. Everyone else is in the uh, club uh, and having a dance club. Jojo Siwa. The one with the big shears, the big bows and all that. No idea who that is. Oh, I feel like that's, that's bizarre. But anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, don't remember, remember the Hello Everyone, welcome to the Lindsay Nelson dance show. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So I was not, I didn't always go to Debbie E. Day. I also used to go to a different one called Lindsay Nelson when I was much younger. And I was. <laughs> Nobody's going to fucking know who these dance schools are. I know, though. So. Like, I used to go to the Royal Conservatoire. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, Wait I went there. to the Brownies Hall, the Girl Guides <laughs> Hall, Bishop Briggs. <laughs> so. I honestly was never, I was never daft and I was never shy. Lethal combination. So I remember two occasions where, so my dance teacher fucking hated me because I, I mean, I was okay at dancing. I wasn't amazing. I was too confident for my lack of ability. But anyway, that's never stopped me through every aspect <laughs> of my life. <laughs> so I basically, so I remember she needed somebody when I was seven years old, this is seven years old. She needed somebody to open, to basically come on stage and say, hello, everyone, and welcome to Lindsay Nelson Dance Show. Now, she was a boot. Now, I was six foot five at seven years old. Mm-hmm. I was the gangly, my arms were as long as my legs. I was the gangliest looking buck tooth thing you've ever seen. So I do appreciate I maybe wasn't what she wanted as the poster child for her show. But basically, she did say, oh, I want someone small. Blah, blah, blah. So I had said, oh, I would have I know, so rude. I would happily do it, but I had my drama shows the same week as my dance shows. So the problem was I couldn't make the dress rehearsal for the dancing show because I had one of my drama shows that night. I mean, honestly, doll, can you imagine? Mm, too funny. My mum, honestly, driven insane. My sister, even worse, my mm-hmm. sister who was dragged to all of this, is kicking. She was like Wednesday Adams being dragged to sit in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. Um, Anyway, and I always vividly remember being like, oh, Lindsay, I am a seven-year-old. I, I can't make the dress hair swim, so you won't be able to do the, the introduction then because we'll need to practice that. I, I remember thinking... This who, Lindsay? Well, you're a boot. So anyway, that was fine. So fast forward to the opening night of the show. She's got her beautiful, wee, tiny, blonde... Petite. Petite dancer girl that's supposed to be doing the hello and welcomes to everybody. So, you know, big gangly bucktooth here is hanging about, you know, wanting to see the competition. I'm watching, you know, looking at the side of the stage. Anyway, we gorgeous chops is having a fucking meltdown side stage. I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm too embarrassed. So, who gets manhandled with a mic thrust into her hand? And I will never forget, though, she was in my ear saying... Just say, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Lindsay Nelson Dancho. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, get out of the way, bitch. I know what I'm saying. Move. Mm-hmm. Out I go. I'm like, 
<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lindsay Nelson Dance Show. And then trot off, buck teeth and all. And I honestly, <laughs> two fat fingers to you, big Lindsay Nelson. Honestly, uh-huh. and I'm I'm off to Debbie Edie's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to Jillian Swan's hip hop street dance. Uh-huh. I'm off to body combat. <laughs> Too funny. Oh my god, oh yeah. So I've always been. Always been a, a showgirl doll, but not, Love it. not one in Paris. So that was our first wee episode into season two. Thank you all so much for listening. If you are still listening and you haven't had to turn off after <laughs> that story. <laughs> the confessions of a colonic. The internal workings of my body. Um, but yes, we are really happy to be back. We are excited for season two. Woohoo! We are sorry that it's been a wee bit more delayed than we intended, but life is busy, no? Life is busy. Life is busy. We've got a lot going on. We do, but it's been great to be back. Feels good to be, you know, oiling up the old cogs again. Definitely. So we've got loads planned for this season and we are going to try and get our social media a bit better to learn and ask some questions. So if you want to reply or messages, you know you know where we are. And you know we'll be replying because we love yeah. it. I think we've replied to most people that have messaged us. We don't get that many messages, though. We get the replies in pretty quick. <laughs> well, you never know, doll. This could be it. We'll be back next week with episode number two and we look forward to chatting Shite as always. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Dolorino. 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 Bye,